This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 261, how to arrive at a more natural English level without using the verb arrive. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. You've been using the verb arrive, but it doesn't always sound natural. On today's episode, you'll learn when to use it and when not to use it with native speakers. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm good, Lindsay. How are you? Good. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Good to be chatting with you again. <laughs> you too. Uh -huh. So today, let's talk about how we can help our listeners sound a little bit more natural. You know, today is a Tear Up Your Textbook Tuesday. So what mm. we do on these Tuesdays is we take the typical textbook phrases and words and we turn them into real English, right? Yeah, yeah. This is really helpful. Exactly. So one of those words, those verbs, guys, that you guys have been taught to use, but we want to show you how it actually sounds to a native speaker, that verb is arrive, to arrive. Ah, yeah. This is a really, really good one. And uh, a lot of times I think that it can be confusing. Mm -hmm. why, why can it be confusing, for example? Well, um, I think it's confusing because the textbook tells you to say arrive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. And I think that when we start learning English, we, for some reason, arrive is that verb that we, that we end up learning mm -hmm. um, instead of like the more natural um, sounding you yeah. know, verbs. And yeah. so we, we become comfortable with this and we use it even, even I hear with people like in the more advanced levels. Even in the more advanced levels. Exactly. And so our listeners, so you guys, you are in the more advanced, you're in the upper and intermediate to advanced level. And, but if you can start to substitute in more natural verbs, that's going to push you over the edge. And that's what we're here to help you guys do to move you into that more fluent level here, to sound more natural, and to have more confidence when you're speaking with native speakers, to not feel like you're just rattling off what you read in a textbook, right? Right. So, Michelle, do you, have you had any conversations lately with students where they've used this verb? Oh, I mean, it's, it's constant. It's all the time. So, what, um, for example, what for did example, someone say? Um, yeah, I'll just say like, I'll say, when did you get here? Like, I'll right. ask them the question because it's so natural for me, right? Yeah, and mm -hmm. they'll, they look at me, you know, so they'll look at me like, hmm. And I say, oh, I'm sorry, when did you arrive? And they say, ah, <sighs> I, I arrived 
blah 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 on Tuesday or something like that and mm. it's so that's that's usually the typical thing that happens that's really typical so guys even when you're communicating with a teacher we do it we'll put it back into your textbook language because we want you to feel comfortable right and sometimes it's all about just helping helping students feel comfortable I've done the same thing Michelle right So you want to give students something that they recognize. But then we want to help you guys move into using that verb that Michelle just said. So what did you say to the student initially in the natural English way? What did Mm -hmm. you say? I'd say like, when did you get here? Okay, good. So before we start to go into other alternatives for arrive, let's first talk about when we actually can use arrive. Because there are some situations, right, Michelle? Right, of course. It's it wouldn't be a word otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for all the all the words, I think. Yeah. So I mean one example of a time when you might use the verb arrive would be when you're speaking formally in an interview, right? You could mm-hmm. say, you know, I arrived at the interview this morning at eight AM. I suppose you could say that when you're in an interview speaking to an interviewer. What do you think, Michelle? Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I definitely think that arrive is more formal. Um, yeah, something for a job interview that could be good. Mm-hmm. Or like a speech, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Any, any, I'm sure that, I'm sure that if you hear like a politician, you know, talking or something like that, you'll hear like arrive instead of get somewhere. Probably, definitely. right? Definitely. If someone's up on stage and they're in that different register, that different way of mm. speaking where you're, You've got your shoulders back and maybe you've got some notes in front of you and your chin is up and you're projecting your voice and you're using a different formal way of speaking. So definitely using the word arrive in a speech or an interview would be okay. Is there a third situation, Michelle, where sometimes you see arrive used? Yeah, um, I was thinking about travel, right? Like on a ticket for an airline or something like you might see arrival time, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. Or you even maybe uh, talking to an airline professional, someone at the ah. at the airport, you know, what time did you what time will you arrive in Paris? Right? right. They might say that to you. Right. Because if they say get to, it's quite casual. Yes, that's true. So <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely uh, uh, you'll see it on tickets you'll, when you're discussing travel. Arrive is uh, that's that's a good time to use it. Totally. But then let's move on. Let's get a little bit more nuanced here, right, Michelle? Because that's what we like to do on this show. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So those are the times when we use arrive, guys. But now let's, let's get real. Let's get to real English, conversational English, street English, cafe English, bar <laughs> yeah. English, talking to your teacher English, right? <laughs> <laughs> Call, speaking with your colleagues, even at a networking event. So what are some ways that we can say the same thing instead of arrive? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, instead, uh, I think, you know, we're talking about this verb get, Right. And that's the common theme in all um, in all these ways of how to sound um, more conversational. Um, I think Mm -hmm. most all of them anyway. But yeah, you would say like to get to somewhere like um, 
how long does it take you to get to school? Right. right. Or uh, w- when did you get to school? Something like that. Exactly. So get is kind of the common denominator here. And there are a lot of things that we can add in after get, right? It could be what time did you get here? Right. 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 Or what time did you get there? <laughs> Or what time did you get to the restaurant or get to the school? Yeah. Yeah. um, Just, uh, yeah, get, get, get. (laughs) Get, get, get. So when I, yeah, because for me, the most natural thing is to say, like, a lot of times, you know, when I have new students, I want to know, you know, when did they get to New York? Yeah. And so I say, when did you get here? And, you know. That it's important to know that because definitely as a native English speaker, this is the first thing that comes to my head. I, I wouldn't ever say like, oh, when did you arrive? In yeah, York? that's so formal. You wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that unless you were using teacher talk, right, to speak back to the teacher with exactly. the student. And no, you wouldn't say that. So and this is about connecting with people, guys, because you need to recognize what people are saying when they ask you that. You don't have to use get, but the first priority is recognizing what they're asking you so you can continue the conversation. So our goal as English learners is always to just keep the conversation going. Right, Michelle? Right. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, even if I say to you, when did you get here? In your head, you're thinking arrive. As long as you start to understand, oh, okay, I know what get means. Mm -hmm. You don't have to answer, oh, I got here at blah, blah, blah. You can just answer, you know. 8 a.m. or whatever you want, you know? Yeah. So just now that you guys know this, now that you've heard this, you're going to keep your ears open for this phrase. When did you get here? And I have one other. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we might use, you know, what time did you come here? Mm -hmm. Right? So we're going to do another episode on the differences between go and come and maybe go get and come, right? Because those are a little bit different. But when we say, when did you come here? That means that the speaker is already here. Yes, this is a big one. I, 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 there's a lot of confusion about this, like <laughs> Tons. Of go and come and everything to do with that. So I, d- <laughs> I think we should do a whole episode on it. Yeah. It's funny as you were, as you were talking about the verb to come somewhere, I was thinking, oh, we should do an episode on uh, go and come. And then you'd said it. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. We'll have to devote at least a good chunk of time yes. to go and come. So we'll come back to this, guys. We'll come <laughs> back to it another time. But just the important thing to remember today is some good substitutes for arrive are to get to somewhere, to get here, to get there, to come here, right? Right. Um, Or also to get in, right? What time did you get in? You know, Mm. what time did you get into New York? Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. So, Michelle, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, 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 yeah, I think that uh, get in is used a lot with like when somebody's been traveling. Totally. So, Michelle, what t- did you go to Florida this past week? Were you yes. down there? Okay. Yes, and I when did. did you, uh, yeah, yeah. When did you get into Florida? Like what day? Uh, uh, let's see. I got into Florida on, I believe it was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> around what time? What time did you, uh, uh what time I, I got did you get in there? A- I got in at around, um, God, pretty early, like 10 a.m. It was a really early flight. Yeah, you must have left New York really early then. Yes, I did. Super early. <laughs> Man. Well, I actually went, you know, we, we met in New York this past right. week for our super cool photo shoot. Right. It was awesome. And you got in like, it, it, like pretty 
early in the I mean, well, when did you get in? Well, I got to New York at um what time was it? Sometime in the early afternoon, but then I went back to Boston and I got to Boston at four in the morning. Oh. So that was a real sacrifice for oh, our photo I felt shoot. so bad for you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> no problem. It was an adventure. I always like a good adventure. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't mind getting in early in the morning if we have some great photos. You know, yeah. that's the important thing. It's so, <laughs> So there you guys have two examples of typical native conversations talking about arriving somewhere but not using the word arrive. I never imagined, could never imagine using the word arrive in that conversation with Michelle. Right, Michelle? Uh, absolutely. I completely agree. It's not even, it's not even really like a, oh, well, maybe I would say, and no, no I agree. No. I don't yeah. think you would ever say that to me. Okay. <laughs> so, so we're making it really clear here, guys, yeah. that the verb arrive is only used in formal situations, an interview, giving a speech on an airline ticket, talking with an airline professional. But when it comes to speaking with natives, asking about traveling, hey, uh, you know, your life, your daily events, use get and variations of get. Get here, get there, get in, come, right? That's Absolutely. what we want to try to do. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't agree more. This is a big <laughs> okay, one because I, I hear it all the time. So great. I know that this is big. Good. So, guys, we want you guys to come back to our website. Come back to allearsenglish.com slash 261. And ask us a question using get, get to, get in, get here, and just try to practice using it and go out there. And first priority is to listen and understand what people are asking you. And then you can move to starting to use it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, but good luck. I definitely think that you should start trying this out. Okay. And like Lindsay said, even if it's in your head, you know, and you don't, aren't comfortable using it yet, at least start to recognize it. Exactly. That's perfect. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And thanks for joining me, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) See you soon. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.